where every day is game day. Welcome back. Glad to have you with us. Hour number two. Great friends at Roosters. Roostersmgc.com. I look at you, Will. I think you have like a pretty low maintenance hair and beard situation over there. Sure. I like that. Uh, They'll take care of you. Get your hair cut like a man. I I think if you're low maintenance, you don't want to go into some beauty salon and have to smell the perm and the the, the little old ladies cackling and hackling about uh, the beauty shop stuff. I think you don't want that, that unisex stuff. I think you want your hair cut like a man. Get it done. It's a great friends over at at uh, Roosters. Pal- Plaza on Pelham, Pelham Road in Greenville, RoostersMGC.com. Straight razor shave, back of the neck, straight razor shave, seven-step facials. Get the neck rubs and head massage and head rubs. You're going to love our great friends over at Roosters. Get your hair cut like a man. Roosters uh, and Roosters.com. Te- uh, Texas said Joe Lenardi had South on the sixth line. In a turn bracket, yeah, yeah, they're they're in, and like I said, they're 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 great with that now. Now a couple of slip ups, you fall out, and then you all of a sudden you go to you go to a ten, and you go, oh, now that's close because play ins are at twelve and all those things. No, South Carolina's in right now. It's a great win on Saturday. What Lamont Paris has done, and, and we'll talk about it after I get Howland here for a second, but but that's that's a there's. The big difference in right now and what a South Carolina basketball fan feels like and a Clemson basketball fan feels like is the story. Like everything is a story. And how it's told is important. The facts of the story are important. But also where you are in your story is important. And in year two... I mean, Frank Martin gave South Carolina a lot of hope very early in his career. But but year two of, of telling stories is different than year five or seven or nine or ten or 14. And so that's where it just feels different where Clemson basketball fans are feeling right now after the preseason expectations, midseason expectations, and where South Carolina. South Carolina, look, they, South Carolina lost everybody and Gigi Jackson. And then you're to Lamont Paris, and now South Carolina fans feel like that this is the beginning of something really big. Clemson fans felt like in, in, in football, even at the pinnacle, Clemson's 16 national championship felt completely different than, six, than Clemson's 18 national championship. The 16 national championship felt like the end. That was Deshaun Watson. That was, that was Mike Williams and Wayne Gallman and Ben Bowler and those guys. That felt like that was the end of, a, of those guys' run. In 18, that was Trevor Lawrence's freshman year. That was Justin Ross's freshman year. That felt, that felt like the beginning of a run. So it's, it's, it's the story and where you are in the story, right? Like Calipari now uh, feels different at Kentucky, and they're on a losing streak right now. But that, that story feels different than Calipari in year two or three at Kentucky. And that's the advantage that the younger people have through all that. Or, you know, you murder in their deals. Now, if you're winning and successful, you can point back to we're consistent through these kind of things. 
that, that's part of it. Lamont Paris already has eight more wins than they had last year, and he's on the short list for Coach of the Year. Should be. Yeah. He should be. The, the, the momentum behind those names are completely different right now. Right. No doubt about that. Uh, let me get Hal here. He's been hanging on forever. Hal, you're a very patient soul, man. I hope you had a good weekend. Uh, pretty good. Um, the, um, I assume that you didn't get to watch the uh, um, <clears throat> the pro the all star no. game. But what they did, what they did was uh, have a flag football game and all that. Uh, yeah. I mean, they have been four quarters, and, and between those quarters, uh, they would have a, a tug of war and uh, some skills contest and <clears throat> and running the gauntlet and all that. And yeah. uh, uh, last time, I think mentioned last time they had a regular football game was before COVID hit, and those last four, uh, uh, those last few football games in general look like, more like high school basketball scores. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, that looked like that looked like Daniel Seneca basketball score. Yeah, that's not. Um, my life, I'm I'm 55, Hal. My life's too short to watch whatever the world that thing was this weekend. Um, I just I, I don't want to spend my last uh, 40 years on Earth here watching Pro Bowl antics through all that. So and I am looking forward to this this weekend the Super Bowl. Now that's gonna be a lot of fun Sunday night. It's gonna be a lot of fun. And I think it's gonna be a good game. But but in between the, the clown act there, no, nah, that's not. Life's too short, buddy. Can't watch it. But anyway, Mickey, uh, uh, I mean, that's another thing I miss about football is the Super Bowl being played in the afternoon. So it's okay for them to play at nighttime if, if it's yeah. out west. You know, they, they start the games about uh, 4 o'clock in the afternoons, and they need to, they need to somehow go back to doing that uh, if it's played in the eastern time zone. And, uh, yeah. That, usually now, and 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 how I appreciate the phone call, man. Always good to hear from you. Um, I would say usually I'm in bed by ten o'clock on Super Bowl Sunday, and now that's an hour later than I would normally go, but that's doable. Six o'clock on Sunday feels doable for the Super Bowl, and it's the Super Bowl, and I have very little interest in either team, but I'm going to watch it because it's the Super Bowl. It, I will be honest with you. If it started at eight o'clock or eight thirty, eh, I'm not sure. I'm going to say I watch that one. So, I, you feel that way, Will? Six o'clock's doable. Yeah, I I prefer the the early games, just especially now because we, yeah. we we have to be here on Monday mornings. Yeah. I want to stay up and and actually participate in in watching. But yeah. uh, I, I understand both sides of that argument. Zeke is in Simpsonville. Good morning, Zeke. How you doing? Yo, come on, Mickey. Anytime you beat your rival, you always do good, brother. Yeah, uh, you are, uh, as I said going in, I said this on, on Saturday, I mean on Friday's show, you're just better than Duke right now. And I'm not sure Duke, I, I think the, they got some parts, but this Duke team does not look like a team, and North Carolina is playing the defense at a, at a higher level. I thought their three-point defense was good, and I didn't watch a ton of it. I was turning back and forth, but um, about what I expected Saturday in Chapel Hill. Yeah, it's, uh, I think what it really what it came down to was physicality. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we were just much, and even Sharon, just much more physical. Yeah. Uh, just a much more physical team, pushed them off the line, and uh, – you know, go up by 15, and that leads day between 13 and, you know, 9, pretty much the whole second half. Step. And let's put it this way. I don't think there was ever in doubt uh, of that game. That game was pretty much over the whole second half. Uh, so, 
And again, they you know make it this fun. They put all their attention on R.J. Davis, do everything in him to hold him to 17, which is it's pretty impressive when you get held to 17. Uh, but again, I, I thought, and that's what I would thought. Baycott just just absolutely wore Filipowski out, yeah. which I thought he would physicality wise. So no, no surprise there. And uh, now you get a we, we get a couple of days rest. They got the Tigers uh, on Tuesday, so you know another big game. But uh, other comment I was going to make was I'm with you on that football jump. Life is life's too short, Mickey, to watch uh, things that you never get those time back from your life. Yeah, can't do <laughs> you it. You know, I can't do it. I'm with you. Well, let me say this about North Carolina basketball. If Ingram hits five threes, North Carolina's going to win the national championship. Go ahead. Now, so if Ingram hits 21, because you got you got to stop the two-headed monster. But if it becomes three, then nobody in the country will beat North Carolina. You know, Mickey, it's funny. Quietly, he leads the ACC in rebounding in the ACC game. Uh, you know, he's averaging double-double uh, in ACC games. So, he's really stepped it up, and he's just such a good role player. But you, know, you made a comment about uh, how people look at things based on the run. You know, Kentucky feels like it's ending. And see, I think in North Carolina, we feel like it's beginning with Hubert Davis. I mean, year one, hooray. Year two, rocky. But year three, you see the growth and maturity that a coach can do, uh, learning things, uh, veteran staff. So, you know, we sort of feel like it's the beginning of a run a run, so I thought that was really interesting. And hats off to Lamont Paris. I mean, I mean, my gosh, I mean, I'm not sure you can do better than beat Kentucky at home, win at Georgia. Team pick dead last. I mean, that guy's got SEC Coach of the Year locked up. I mean, it had to be a complete train wreck, and I just, I don't see that happening. I mean, they're probably going to finish ahead of Kentucky in the conference. I mean, that, that's crazy if you think about that. Maybe so, uh, and he's on the short list for National Coach of the Year. Yeah. I mean, kudos to him. That guy's done a fabulous job. And, yeah, if you're a Clemson basketball fan, it, it probably doesn't taste good right now. Uh, I was going to comment that loss to Virginia. Yeah, I know, Mickey, they said it's not a terrible loss because it's quad two, but I'm going to disagree. I just don't think you can have three home conference losses. Yeah. Uh, so, and, again, big game. That, I think tomorrow night, Mickey, could be the biggest game of the season, the rest of the season, here's why. It's a quad one opportunity. It's a chance to really gain some net points and gain some momentum through the rest of the schedule. So uh, we'll see. But, Mickey, as always, thank you for the time, and I appreciate thank you. Thank you, Appreciate that. Duke beats uh, – North Carolina beats Duke on Saturday, and and uh, the Tigers are well, playing well. They rebounded from their only loss, and they're 10-1, and, and they host Clemson tomorrow night. And um, I would say they, they feel very, very good – about what they're doing and how they're doing it. So um, they would be heavily favorites tomorrow night. I, I want to talk in, a, in the next segment, we're going to talk about Tommy John's surgery with uh, uh, Dr. Ahmad from the, the New York Yankees uh, team orthopedic surgeon. He's, a, he's the leading, I think, the leading authority. And if you want to understand about Tommy John's surgery, we'll, we'll ask him about that coming up from our, our uh, Arthrex segment. But in the final couple of segments of this one, or a couple of seconds of this one, there's it's Clemson basketball talk is fascinating because it's expectations. It's it's short term. It's long term. It's where they are in the season. One of my biggest complaints about Clemson basketball, uh, and let me be clear about this: I watched Clemson basketball in '74. You know, I'm going back to the Skip uh, Skip Wise, Tree Rollins, 
um, Colin Abraham, Stan Rome. You know, I'm going back to Bobby Conrad days, the Billy Williams days, the Moose Campbell days, the Murray Jarman days. Okay. Uh, I've been to Clemson basketball games for 50 years. One of the my biggest complaints for 50 years is that we don't have high enough expectations. And that for 50 years, we we played this whole thing of, well, you know, it's a tough league and it's, oh, man, playing in Virginia, that's just going to be tough. Well, no. If, 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 if You go back to, like, Alabama football. And, and Clemson basketball shouldn't pair to Alabama football in so many ways. But Alabama football expects to win. It expects to win all the time. And no matter what the schedule looks like or no matter what the back-to-back looks like or no matter whether you fall on the schedule, they don't play that game. They expect to win. Kentucky basketball is the way. North Carolina's basketball is that way. You know, you got, you got Vanderbilt baseball is now that way, whatever. Like, you, you, you need to go in and expect to win. And and it's not, well, you know, it's just tough and you got this injury or that. But, no, you got, we, have, we have to change that mindset. The the one thing that needs to change, the biggest thing that needs to change when it comes to basketball is mindset. And so this idea, oh, Virginia, they won five in a row now. No, no. There's, I mean, that's a fact, but I, that doesn't change the fact. You need to win on Saturday. You need to find a way to win. Um, and and that's, that's simple, but it's also complex. It sounds very simple, but it's a big thing because we always talk about it around here. Well, you know, it's a difference in, in, in like Clemson football and Clemson basketball. Clemson football, and, and they're dominant in a, in a basketball conference through the years, won all the conference championships. But that, it's the equivalent of saying, man, you know, eight and four is a pretty good year. You know, we had to say that in football a couple of times. Well, consider what they had and turned it around. They were four and four, and they turned it around. Well, that's not. It's great that you turned it around at four and four this year to win nine games, but nine games is not good enough for Clemson football fans because the expectation for Clemson football fans are very, very high. And and now at four and four, nine and four sounds great, but if you're comparing years to Clemson football and what you're about, you don't you don't lose to NC State on the road, you don't lose to Miami on the road, you don't you don't lose to Duke on the road. And take care of business, and you make playoffs, and you, and you win conference championships, you win division titles, and you because the expectations are high. So you'll hear it, and I'll see it in a text line sometimes. Man, Virginia was tough, and Bennett does a good job, and yeah, and I know it's different, but you got, we got to change that. That's the number one change. Yeah, the de- defeatist mentality, hundred percent, Clemson fans, hundred percent. It's got to be more than that, hundred percent. It seems like it's leaked into the <laughs> to the players as well. Well, hundred percent, and 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 that's a great point. But to the point there, you know, the this felt different this season. The preseason expectations felt high this year. It felt like with PJ Hall coming back, with Joe Girard coming in, with with Chase Hunter coming back, with the development of Godfrey, the development of Wiggins and and Shefflin, man coming back, and it just felt like that this was going to be a different deal. And it was through through November, December, and then that midseason expectations. We I loved coming on the radio show, and we were talking about an ACC championship. We don't talk about ACC championships here enough. We don't talk about Final Fours here enough. So I was talking about I was hearing that on the radio. I was reading that on my text line instead of. Well, you know, you still got Duke, and you still got North Carolina, you still got – I didn't want to hear all that. And it felt great to talk about in those terms. And then you fall apart. And then it looks like you lose six out of nine. And now it just feels this, this totally different. So that's the story. Everyone's about a story. That's what the story is. 
Um, hey, the Patterson Tax Center, if their story is about taxes and doing it, doing it right, the story began in the 70s with Donnie Patterson. The story is that they grow, they, they, they have grown every single year. They have more employees now than they ever had before. They, they do more tax. Uh, every year they break the record for the amount of taxes that they can do. And it's almost a point in time where they'll, uh, until they build a better, bigger building, or I don't know how they do that, they're going to do even more taxes. I mean, there's a, certainly there's a number there where you just like, there's no way they can do it anymore. They're going to break it this year, though. Uh, the Patterson Tax Service, P-A-T-T-X.com, Pattax.com, 864-859-8289. We love the Patterson Tax Service, P-A-T-T-A-X.com. Get your taxes done now. Um, maximize that refund. Minimize your tax burden. Do it with the professionals with knowing the tax code backwards and forwards that will help you out in your situation. It's the Patterson Tax Service. Again, P-A-T-T-A-X.com, 864-859-8289. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, Dr. Chris Ahmad. The uh, team orthopedic surgeon for the New York Yankees joins us to talk about Tommy John surgery. And that's a pretty interesting topic among baseball families and in and, and high school and college baseball players. And we'll talk about that after a very short break. The floors in your kitchen, den, and bedrooms all have an appropriate hardwood, tile, or carpeted surface. As it stands right now, the concrete floors in your garage, patio, or mechanical room are left exposed. At Iron Drive Floor Coatings, we can give those spaces the attention they deserve with the installation of our highly reviewed epoxy coatings. I'm Jake Wilson, owner of Iron Drive Floor Coatings. Our team can finally transform your home's concrete surfaces. Schedule a free quote today at irondrivegaragefloors.com. Looking for a job with a company that's focused on family? Glen Raven's Anderson Plant, maker of high-quality Sunbrella products, is hiring now. As a family-run company offering competitive hourly rates to help you support your family, you'll enjoy premium benefits, including a pension program and much more. You'll qualify for a $1,500 sign-on bonus, and once you're hired, if you refer someone who gets hired, you'll get a $2,000 referral bonus, too. If you're experienced or willing to be trained, apply today at join.sumbrella.com. When it's time to replace your roof, there are so many things to consider. From the type of roof you have to the many types and styles of shingles, Gillstrap Roofing understands how each part of a roofing system works together to give you a beautiful and watertight barrier. Don't trust the one thing that really protects your home to just anyone. Gillstrap Roofing has been covering the upstate for four generations. Proven, experienced roofers for your home or business. Gillstrap Roofing, 269-1232. This is Herb Tyler. I want to make sure that you download the Chick-fil-A app before attending the 2024 Chick-fil-A Recruiting Wrap-Up hosted by Fort Hill Clemson Club. Create an account, make sure your phone's location service is on so you have a precise location turned on for the app. We have a fun location-based giveaway planned only for attendees, so don't miss out on this. And never miss out on getting rewarded by mobile ordering on the Chick-fil-A app when you visit Chick-fil-A of Clemson or Chick-fil-A of Seneca. Want to get your hands on the next big thing? At Verizon, new and existing customers can trade in their old Samsung phone, any model, in any condition, and get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with select unlimited plans. A better plan to save is Verizon. $999.99 device payment or a full retail purchase with new or upgrade smartphone line on unlimited ultimate or select 5G unlimited plan required. Less $1,000 trade-in slash promo credit applied over 36 months. Promo credit ends if eligibility requirements are no longer met. 0% APR. At Carter Color Company in Clemson, you can get the Benjamin Moore paint that you need to finish any project that you're working on. If it's interior paint you're looking for, we have a great selection of colors and finishes that will complement any room in your home or business. Our Element Guard exterior paint provides protection against wind-driven rain, excessive humidity, and other harsh weather conditions, and with three finishes to choose from. Your home will stand out among the rest. 
Come see us at 1067 Tiger Boulevard, Clemson, or the web at cartercolor.com. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Powered by Upcountry Fiber, we are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Providing fiber internet, HDTV, and phone service, Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Commercials, snacks, prop bets, Taylor Swift, and everything else that goes into this year's Super Bowl. Whether you're a diehard football fan or just here for the epic commercials, the big game is the event to watch. Game day essentials, friends, snacks, and good vibes. We've got you covered up to the big game. We are the Roar. Great information about Snyder Tree Care, and and there's a bunch of things going on with Snyder Tree Care right now. When it comes to your trees and shrubs, winter resiliency, protect your trees from winter harshness. They can take care of that for you. The cold damaging, preventing pruning, and things on those lines. The insect defense, they do a great job there. The precision pruning, healthcare for your trees and shrubs, uh, taking care of of, of uh, nature's allies, and sustaining growth in your trees and shrubs. Getting ready for spring and early spring. According to uh, our good friend Punxsutawney Phil, he's our friend this year, uh, the official partner of, of the Clemson Tigers uh, and, and Clemson University. We love our great friends over at Snyder Tree Care, eight three three four my tree. See our great friends over at Snyder Tree Care. I want to thank our great friends over at Arthrex and bringing on our, our guest, who is uh, Dr. Christopher uh, Ahmad. Uh, Chris, uh, doctor, thanks for joining us this morning. We've got a, a lot to get into. Your bio is fantastic, but just want to check in. How are you doing this morning, doctor? Mickey, I'm doing great up here in New York. A little bit chilly, but uh, I'm really thrilled to be on with you today. Well, I know you spent some time in Florida with, with Arthrex and those guys. Come on down to South Carolina, man. We've got some, uh, we got some great weather for you. We'd love to have you down this way for sure. Now, you are the Professor of Clinical Orthopedic Surgery at Columbia University. You are the, the head team physician for the New York Yankees. Uh, Doc, i got to tell you, there is no bigger New York Yankee fan than me um, since 1974. We've got to get this thing back, man, and, and uh, I feel good about the future, so hopefully we can do this thing in the right direction. But I want to talk about Tommy John, something you've written about in books, uh, one of the leading authorities in books, and, and – Hard to believe, Doctor, it's the 50th anniversary. I know you did your studying uh, at the place where it was originated. Tell me about Tommy John surgery. For those who don't know, what is Tommy John surgery? Well, Tommy John surgery, Mickey, is something that truly has been amazing in a revolution of sports medicine, and that is baseball players and now other athletes, as we'll talk about, uh, especially in baseball pitchers, put so much stress with throwing on their elbow and a small ligament, which is essentially a rope connecting the two bones on the inside part of the elbow, sees so much stress that at some point it can't handle it, and then it tears. And once it's torn, its healing capacity is really poor to heal on its own. And 
uh, Frank Job, back in 1974, 50 years ago, uh, came up with an operation called a ligament reconstruction, and that is where he transplanted a tendon from the forearm, so took a tendon from a different part of the body, placed it in the anatomic location on the inside of the elbow through some fancy drill holes and creative surgical work, and on his first player, Tommy John, the operation was such a success. As you may know, Tommy John pitched more after his surgery than he did before his surgery and pitched so well that that operation now has become commonplace in baseball and now other sports. So I, my guess is, and I don't know this, um, my guess is that, I mean, that was revolutionary at the time, I, I would imagine. Um, but like all other medicine, we continue to evolve. Is there... Uh, evolution in, in the surgery is it different now than it was 50 years ago there's been amazing advancements and you're right when dr job was talking with tommy john there was no operation and uh job said i don't have a solution for you and the so-called expression go back to the farm meant you actually went home and worked on the farm if you could not continue in your athletic career and job said to frank dr uh, uh or uh John said to Dr. Job, hey, make something up. I am not willing to give this game up. And Job gave uh, him a 1 in 100 chance to recover from this. And where we come from there, that 1 in 100 chance, the expectation now is that you'll come back and you'll be better than even before uh, your injury. And why is that? Because the technology advances. And in the world of um, surgery, we have support help us with instrumentation such as Arthrex that allows us to be more precise, make the surgery more pre reproducible, make the outcomes even better. And one of the biggest advances over 50 years occurred about eight years ago, and that's when Arthrex developed a new augmentation to Tommy John surgery where we can put in what we call an internal brace. And you can think of it as a seatbelt inside the elbow where the surgery is done. You put a seatbelt device inside. It's collagen coated, so it's very favorable to your body because the tendon is made up and the ligaments are made up of collagen. And that seatbelt acts as a protector and allows you to recover faster, accelerate your rehab process, and avoid a repeat injury. And so one of the hardest parts of Tommy John surgery is the length of time it takes to come back. For a baseball pitcher, it's about a year. If you're a elite pitcher, say a major leaguer, it'll take you more like 16 months. Well, that's a long time. This technological advancement cuts that recovery time in half. And so now the players who want to get back sooner and they want to get back more reproducibly, you know, they want to get back. They love this operation. And on the surgical side, it's been really something that's uh, impressed me because I got to live through the evolution of learning the original technique from Dr. Frank Job himself. He taught me how to do the surgery. And now we have even better options in 2024 to make players get back safer and faster. Dr. Chris Ahmad is our guest. Doctor, is there um, – what, what your parents know about, A, the prevention of, of the injury, and then, B, about surgeries and moving forward? What would, you, what would your message to parents be? That's a great question, Mickey. A number of years ago, if you asked me that question, I would tell you that it's year-round baseball, just playing all year-round and that it's better to diversify, pay basketball in the winter, 
give your body a chance to recover, especially a growing body. Now in 2024, the concentration amongst coaches, parents, and the athletes themselves is all about velocity. And at the professional level, it was a spectacle. If you had a player on your team who threw 100 miles an hour, that would be something that everybody would come to see. Now every team has got players who throw 100 miles an hour and multiple players. And in fact, after Tommy John's surgery, they come back throwing 100 miles an hour again. So what is that translated to the younger, uh, to the youth player? They want to throw hard. And so they are working on velocity at such a young age and where they could be working on their craft. And that is deception, working as a uh, player who knows how to locate. But since everything's about velocity, increased velocity is increased force on the elbow. Increased force on the elbow means more injury. And for me, I can't keep up. I do about 8 to 10 Tommy John surgeries every week. And the largest population are adolescent and college players. Is there a risk? Because you hear guys, uh, uh, the the, uh, the joints going to be stronger, the body, the arms going to be better, right? Is there a risk for young people? And you hear stories, at least. I don't know if it's just tales of this, where, where kids want it despite not needing it. Is that is that a factor? Uh, because, uh, hey, my friend had it, and he's throwing better now, and I'm 16, and I want to play in college. I want to play a professional level. Do we see that as a factor with the surgery? I see that so often, Mickey, and it's really troubling, as you can yeah. imagine, because uh, th- there was a, a reference to it as the next student steroid, and that is, let me just go get a surgery where I don't even have damage in my elbow and a, and a rationale to get stronger and to throw harder. And from a medical perspective, we celebrate when the surgery goes well, and it has become an amazing operation. But there's a toll to it. After the surgery, you have to grind. And many patients don't realize that. And what I mean by grind is you're doing therapy four to five times a week for a couple of hours, and you do that for six to 12 months. That is not just a physical grind, but it's a mental grind. And sometimes athletes don't recognize that ahead of time. So not every surgery goes perfectly either. And we'd like to believe that uh, everyone will be back and in fact, uh, our success rates are so high. But our message to families and kids are take care of your body, take care of your elbow, and that is with proper mechanics, proper throwing volume, don't throw too much, proper rest period. We don't pay enough attention to say sleep and nutrition. And number one, if your elbow is hurting, you should not throw through it because that's a sign, it's a little spark, it's a little fire that we don't want to turn into a flame that evolves into a damaged ligament. Dr. Chris Ahmad is our guest. Doc, are we, I, 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 uh, in sports, uh, I see this all the time now, especially in Major League Baseball, because you got huge salaries. And I know um, there's a guy, he feels a twinge all the time. We have to be careful. Talk to me about, like, the MRI process and, and the athlete today compared to when you started this thing, you know, long ago. It seems like we're, we're pretty careful now, and we, we're finding more now. And, and maybe, um, look, if I'm going to pay somebody $100 million, I'm going to be pretty careful with that product. Does that make sense? That makes complete sense. And, uh, yeah, players are assets now, they're, uh, and there's a value associated with them. And let's talk about MRIs. In 1974, when Tommy John injured his elbow, there was no MRI. 
Dr. Job made the diagnosis by physical exam and x-ray, special stress view x-rays. So now in 2024, our MRI techniques are so sophisticated that we can recognize tears early in the process, location of tears, because believe it or not, the location of the tear within the ligament, if it's at the top or the middle at the bottom, affects its internal healing capacity. So if you have a tiny tear at the top of the ligament, you rest, you're going to be okay. And we can find that out on MRI. On the other hand, if it's a tear at the bottom of the ligament, that tends not to heal well. Poor blood supply, the way the ligament inserts. So we recommend more aggressive treatment there. And we're not at the point where we do surveillance MRI scans, you know, throughout the season, before and after a game, and so forth. Uh, but there's going to come a time where imaging in that capacity is going to be our future, where we can, say, find an elbow at risk and help avoid an injury before it happens. That's crazy. Um, but, yeah, like you said, it's an investment in, 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 uh, to call a player an asset. That is, uh, is exactly right. Let me transition, if we can, because Brock Purdy is going to play in the Super Bowl. Um, not only a guy with his pre-draft um, situation was that a long shot, but also he had he had a UCL repair as well. Um, talk about Brock and the, and the arthritis internal brace. We already talked a little bit about that, but uh, about his recovery and and, and um, how well it's gone for him and really changed his entire career. Well, this is the great thing about um, sports, and as a sports medicine physician, we can take care of athletes that are outside of our say primary scope. I, I'm primarily taking care of baseball players. But when you have a technology and someone else suffers that same injury where there's massive expertise within the baseball sports medicine world, we can apply it to other sports, including football, wrestling, take care of so many wrestlers that are UCL. So let's use Brock Purdy, an elite quarterback who sustains a UCL injury that is so common in baseball. He had a seasonal timing factor. That was interesting, and an injury mechanism that was interesting. So his injury mechanism, often in football, you can injure your UCL as a quarterback by a direct blow onto your elbow, a collision, land onto the ground, a player lands on top of you, and it's not a throwing-based mechanism. Brock Purdy was attempting to throw, had his arm blocked, and then sustained an injury, so he had more of a high-level, high-energy uh, injury to his elbow and a throwing motion. That meant that his ligament was torn and was going to be really challenging for him to get back to throwing with non-operative treatment. There was a chance in general for ligament tears and quarterbacks to heal with non-operative treatment, but it's a little bit of a roll of the dice. And if it doesn't work, you can still go back and have surgery, but you lose time. Now, if you get hurt in January and there's an operation that can get you back in six months predictably and with low risk now with the Arthrex internal brace as a option to accelerate the recovery and make it durable for the rest of your career, we're going to see more and more athletes, and this has been the transition for me in New York in the past two, three, four years, patients who would elect initial non-operative treatment Prior to the Arthrex internal brace was high. Everybody would say, let me give this a chance to heal. Now, essentially, everybody says, Doc, you're telling me I can be back in six months if I get this operation, and it's going to take 30 minutes to do? And so Brock Purdy had the uh, Arthrex internal brace uh, repair strategy employed, and look at him. 
He's doing great, and now he's competing in a Super Bowl. All right, final one. I do this with Dr. Steve Martin on this segment every single week, and I always ask him my, my maybe my misconceptions. Um, am I wrong, Doc, or, or tell me where I'm wrong or this, or, or if I'm right about this. Uh, a Major League Baseball player, because of the work you guys have been able to do with the, the Tommy John stuff and, and the great uh, stuff there, that I'll see a guy sign for $50 million despite uh, just coming off Tommy John surgery, and the team might not have any um, – you know, uh, any idea what he's going to come off of it. But a shoulder surgery seems to me like it's a bigger risk. It, do I have a misconception about that? Mickey, you're exactly right. I'll tell you the good news and the, um, and the inside uh, intel on that. The, the good news is the amount of shoulder surgeries in baseball players or pitchers for throwing is going down. There's less and less over the years, and that's because the shoulder reacts to rehab and preventative strategies extremely well. And every major league club, college teams, they have programs around shoulder health. We even call it shoulder hygiene. You have to keep your range of motion, do rotator cuff strengthening exercises, you do recovery afterwards, lots of what we call them modalities where you get your muscles managed after you throw with needling and scraping and all this soft tissue work, and the amount of uh, surgeries for shoulder problems have decreased because of exceptional physical therapy strategies. On the other hand, if you finally do break down with a shoulder problem and require surgery, the surgery is much less predictable. The recovery path is much less linear. There's going to be bumps in the road during your throwing process. Your shoulder gets sore. You have to take some time off. And so that's been uh, tricky. Having said that, uh, working with a company like Arthrex, we get better and more clever with our ways to treat shoulder injuries with arthroscopy equipment, which is the camera that we put inside, and the repair techniques with very specific sutures. And I'll just add to you, um, we're celebrating 50 years of Tommy John surgery performed by Dr. Frank Joe. Dr. Frank Joe did oral Hershiser surgery, and oral Hershiser had the first anchors placed to repair labrum in a baseball player using labrum, uh, uh, to repair the labrum using these specialized suture anchor materials. Arthrex has revolutionized and every year comes out with new and improved suture anchors. So hopefully the baseball shoulder will be better treated more predictably as we get better at it. All right, Doc. I only got about a minute, but I, I just want to say, man, you've got the coolest bio your your entire career. Uh, how many books and, and chapters you've authored, and and uh, the athletes you work with through Major League Baseball, and, and all of your uh, associations you're with. Um, just in the final couple of seconds here, we'll talk about your career a little bit, man. It, it's got to be it, it, you've got a pretty cool <laughs> uh, work environment and, and athletes you work with every single day. Well, thanks, Mickey. I got, a, I got a little bit of a poetic career. I grew up playing soccer, and I wanted to play soccer my whole life and play at a professional level, and I played at Columbia University, and at the same time, I studied mechanical engineering. Mechanical engineering is learning how things break and how to put them back together, and I had the idea, if I'm going to stay in this game and if I'm going to stay uh, working with athletes, I have an opportunity to serve them through a career in sports medicine where if their dreams are compromised because of injury, I can have impact on them. 
So I went on to become a physician, a surgeon, and uh, at Columbia University, where my dream started, I did a fellowship with Dr. Frank Job in Los Angeles, and that's where I learned Tommy John surgery, the most fascinating injury and surgery there is, where this ligament that allows you to throw 100 miles an hour can be rebuilt. And so I dedicated my career to managing this one ligament, everything from diagnosis to surgical treatments that could be improved. And now, 21 years into my practice, I work at Columbia University. My operating room is right outside the soccer stadium where I grew up with the dream. So every morning that I go to operate, I look at the field and I take a moment to express gratitude with the opportunity I have to help athletes who are injured. We do this segment every day, or every Monday, and we, we try to talk to parents and, and adolescents or parents of adolescents in sports, and, and uh, I want to encourage all those. After the break, I'll tell them more about uh, some ways they can learn more about you and learn more about the books and, and, uh, and some of the things you've written in the past. But, Dr. Chris Amon, I can't thank you enough. It's fascinating stuff. I appreciate Arthur setting it up, but uh, I can't thank you. Let, let's do it again. I know you're busy, but I'd love to do it again because there's so many more fascinating things that parents could learn from you and, and your great studies. Well, Mickey, uh, thanks for having me, and I'll, I'll tell you this in my career path. Right now, one of the biggest factors in preventing youth injuries is not me teaching other doctors how to do a better operation. I think of it as setting up guardrails, and that is these players are pushing their bodies. They're on the edge of a cliff, and when they fall off, I'm at the bottom. I get them back together, and I put them back up on that cliff where they're pushing their bodies again. I think there's an opportunity for you and I to set up some guardrails through education to the people who affect our players the most, and that's parents and coaches. So I couldn't be more thrilled to be on this program and uh, look forward to having me back again. Well, let's do it soon. Fascinating stuff. Thank you for your time, Doctor. Have a great day, and, uh, and we'll be in touch, and let's do it again. Thanks so much, Mickey. Have a great day. Yeah, you too, Dr. Chris Ahmad. Uh, what, what a fascinating uh, guy that guy is. When we come back, I'll tell you more about his bio, but that's – Really cool stuff. We'll take a break. Come back much more after this. Hurry into Bojangles for two scratch-made sizzling sausage biscuits for just $4. Because this two-for-four deal won't last forever. It's bow time. So you're looking for financing on your next vehicle. AutoWorks in Greer has you covered with easy in-house financing and super-fast approvals. Low-down payments make life simple. And there's no need to drive all the way to the dealership. We can give you an answer in as little as 10 minutes. Just fill out our fast app online at AutoWorksSC.com. With almost 80 vehicles to choose from, including trucks and three-row SUVs, finding your vehicle just got easier. Kick off 2024 in style by visiting AutoWorksSC.com. That's AutoWorksSC.com. Criminal charges are serious with life-changing consequences for you and your family. Let us help you navigate this process. Let us be your advocate at Ryan Beasley Law. I'm Ryan Beasley. Our law firm works in courtrooms across the state at all levels, municipal, state, and federal. We also work with students who face conduct issues at their colleges and universities. We work with our clients throughout this process from pre-arrest investigations to intervention programs as well as criminal trials. With over 20 years assisting clients, our firm has grown to include former state and federal prosecutors. Let us put this experience to work for you. If you are facing an investigation or criminal prosecution, please do not hesitate to contact us. Let us seek the best resolution for you. I'm Ryan Beasley, and I look forward to the opportunity to work with you. Ryan Beasley Law. Find them online at ryanbeasleylaw.com 
or call 864-679-7777. Ryan Beasley Law. New year, new you. I know you've been thinking about it because I was there too. I've thought about it many years. And then I did it, dropped big pounds, and never looked back. Look, any time's a good time to start something good and something new. But now, with the holidays in the rearview mirror, now's the time to start PhD. If dropping weight's on your mind, just for a second, forget exercise. We know it's great for a million reasons. But instead, call PhD because it starts in the kitchen. Drop that weight. Keep it off for life. Now's the time. Go to the website, myphdweightloss.com. 2024 is the year to get your finances on track. With Founders Federal Credit Union, you can manage debt like a pro, simplify and possibly reduce your payments by consolidating your high interest debt with a personal loan from Founders. With flexible payment terms and loan amounts, we have a personal loan to fit your needs. Stop by one of our 40 convenient office locations or visit foundersfcu.com slash personal loans to apply for a personal loan today. Membership qualification required. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for calling Discover. This is Anjali. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just got an alert for a strange charge on my card. No problem. We make sure you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases on your Discover card. Let's see. Did you purchase something from a t-shirt cannon store yesterday? Absolutely not. No, I already have like three. Zero dollar fraud liability guarantee. It pays to Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Your home for Clemson women's basketball. 105.5 and 97.5. We are the Roar, where every day is game day. Homegrown alligators, see you later. Gotta hit the road, gotta hit the road. The sun and change in the atmosphere, architecture unfamiliar. I could get used to this. Stick around and you'll see what I mean There's a mountain top that I'm dreaming of If you need me, you know where I'll be I'll be riding shotgun under Welcome back. Glad to have you with us. Appreciate, appreciate uh, Arthrex setting that up. Uh, I work with their, uh, their VP from communications. is a friend now. And to set that up with uh, Dr. Ahmad, let me, let me just tell you who he is, Will Clinton. Um, he's a professor of clinical uh, orthopedic surgery at uh, Columbia University of, of college and physician surgeons and attending orthopedic surgeon in the New York Presbyterian Columbia University Medical Center. Um, he completed his fellowship in sports medicine at the at Dr. Job's Orthopedic Clinic. That's the one that did the, the Tommy John, the original one there. And he has authored more than 200 articles and 500 book chapters to related to knee and shoulder and elbow and sports medicine. He's the author of a textbook for pediatric and adolescent sports injuries and minimally invasive shoulder and elbow surgeries and conducts ongoing research, uh, written, written books. One, one of his books is a, a children's book about Tommy John because we've got this idea that parents see that somebody, uh, somebody tells them, hey, your kid could be throwing harder after Tommy John, so they want to have Tommy John surgery despite not needing it things on those lines. And so how do you train a young person's arm, um, what that training looks like, how to avoid the pitfalls of that? It's fascinating. He's, he's the head team position for the Yankees. He is a um, member of the Major League Baseball uh, Team Physicians Association and the, the elected, uh, the president-elect for Major League Baseball Team Physicians Association and the uh, co-founder of Baseball 
Health Network and a member of the MLB Smart Pitch or Pitch Smart program, and just uh, just just fascinating stuff. So hope that parents learned a lot there. I know we got a lot of youth baseball and a lot of high school baseball and all that listening in. And if you case you missed it, uh, well, can we forward that to our folks and get that up? Oh yeah, we'll uh, have it on the website later today. Okay, great, great. Uh, Dr. Chris Ahmad, uh, A H M A D. Look him up, uh, Dr. Christopher Ahmad, and uh, and look up some of the the books like this. The children's book here that I'm looking at, that'd be a great present to um, of a young baseball player and knowing what to do and how to do that. But really, really fascinating for what he's been able to do. And um, it's, it, it's just cool. So um, among his patients, you want to you know this? Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Kobe Bryant. I mean, you could do a whole, a whole show with him on. All right, what was it like working with this athlete? What was it like working with that athlete? But pretty cool stuff. So I hope you hope you enjoyed that. Did you enjoy that? Uh, learn anything there, Will Glenn? I did. I, I've, I'm fascinated with these Arthrex uh, Monday segments yeah. because um, we've got professionals who, I mean, this is their specialty and. There's, there's so much that we don't know about what goes on behind the scenes. Yeah. And to talk to the guys directly responsible for that is yeah. it's, it's a great opportunity. He's elite in his field, but what I, like, one of the things I learned there was he, you have to attack the rehab. It does not surprise me that Aaron Rodgers attacked the rehab, that Tom Brady attacked the rehab, right? That Oral Hershiser or Tommy John and these guys, they attacked the rehab. Kobe Bryant attacked the rehab. They're, they're elite minds. He's an elite uh, surgeon, obviously. But it takes – it's not just the surgeon. It's not just the technology. It is, but then you got to go attack all that. And so don't give the – don't expect the same result if you're not going to have the elite attacking of the, of the rehab. And I just want to just finish the, this because you don't know this, Will, but uh, this is how you get to where he is. In, in being elite of the field. So I just sent him a quick text, right? And just thank you. Love to catch up again soon. Let's do this because, you know, it's a positive message and stuff. And, and, and so he sends me back a text. He says, thank you. Your positive energy and spirit made my week. And, and reach out uh, anytime. Regards, Chris. So the point there is the guy is so passionate about helping families and kids and, and all that and get that message out. His whole career is based upon that. And then – you know, obviously, the Humpty Dumpty putting it back together again, right? He's Humpty Dumpty. I mean, he's he's a keeper of Humpty Dumpty. And Brock Purdy, the, the, I, I doubt very seriously right now the San Francisco Giants would be in the Super Bowl for for Brock Purdy. That's fair to say. And the and the rehab of the UCF and what he did and that technology that Arthrex did through all that. I, I don't know. That's just to me. I could do that all day, every day. That's really cool stuff. Yeah, Appreciate the, him that time. Illusion that he made to athletes being on the edge of a cliff. Yeah. That that's, push it, yeah, accurate. And then it's his job to get you back, just not to get you back to where working on the farm again. Get to get you back to where you just on the edge again, just on the cliff again, right? Because you might go do it again, and it might not be the elbow, it might be the shoulder, it might be the knee, it might be the concussion. You don't know, but that's the edge they live on every single day through what they're trying to do. It's crazy. And you notice I didn't fanboy a whole lot because I needed the Yankees to win a World Series. So. I'm proud of you. Thank you. It's hard. 
but need to do that more so. Hey, uh, Upcountry Fiber, for a stronger internet uh, connection, high-speed fiber optic internet, I'll be honest with you, Will, I don't know what all that means, man. I don't know gigs from megs, and I don't know. I just know this, that if you want the fastest when it comes to streaming, when it comes to online gaming, when it comes to, to doing your, your online meetings, Nothing worse than having a very important online meeting and then the thing blurs out and it wasn't not very good and you got to wait and the connection's bad and all that. You don't need it. Go with the best. Go with Upcountry Fiber and UpcountryFiber.com. In our, in our final hour, I'm, I'm going to get more into the basketball stuff. I want to uh, talk more about because i got a bunch of texts to get to about the story. What's the story look like? And where are you in your story? We'll talk about that a little bit. Did you see where Bill O'Brien is a candidate at Boston College? Yeah, I've heard that he wants to be the coach, and they want him to be the coach, and they just have not met a uh, financial uh, agreement yet. I, so what's crazy here is that you see, and, and maybe he just gets worn down from it, but you see a guy in Bill O'Brien that, could have probably stayed in the NFL as a coordinator somewhere, right? Or at least, you know, he took the, the Ohio State offense coordinator's job and quarterback's coach after last year being with the Patriots. Remember, he was with the Texas as a head coach. He's, he's been with the, the Patriots, um, and I know he knows the Boston area. But what's really interesting here is, is that Hayfley left the head coach of Boston College to take a job that Bill O'Brien basically had and O'Brien wants it. One man's trash is another man's treasure. And much like part of the theme we talked about earlier, that's the difference in the story. The story for Hayfley is he'd been at Boston College enough to get worn down by the job. He knows enough now about, about NIL, enough enough about the transfer portal, and enough about where college football is working that he's gotten worn down from the losing and taking the beating and it didn't want to do that anymore and wanted to go coach and the Packers felt like a team that maybe you could build around and you go on that route. On O'Brien, it's the exact opposite. On O'Brien, who has been a head coach, oh, by the way, at Penn State, and has been a head coach at, at, at the Texas, obviously, but a guy that really was the coordinator-type guy in professional football and even was that last year, is going to choose to be the head coach at a place and take the opposite path, right? a place that the guy didn't want. But, A, the, his time in Boston, he was he was with the Patriots from 07 to, to 2011 and then again in 23. Maybe he doesn't want to move his wife and family through all that. But there's, but that's the story, right? Like, that's a, it's a completely different perspective. Hayfley doesn't value the job, and O'Brien looks like he values the, the, the Boston College job. Yeah, I also take uh, Hayfley's comments with a grain of salt because he's on the hot seat. He's been on the hot seat. Right. You know, that he's doing – that was a good move for him personally because he's securing a position yeah. where he, he may get – he may have, may have been fired in, yep. you know, eight it's months. It's all about where you are in your story. Uh, there you go. Right. Uh, before I get this final thing, have you seen The, um, the Life of Pie? I have, yes. I wish I could see it again for the first time. <laughs> well, everybody's got a story. And how you choose to tell that story is another way. Hey, our friends at The Blood Connection, uh, what, what happens at The Blood Connection is that they are making the difference. 
Blood Connections founded in Greenville. They've been saving lives since 1962. Uh, independently owned and managed, not-for-profit. It's a blood center. They provide about 1,000 units of blood a day. Uh, or they collect about 1,000 a day, and, and they provide hospitals. They're the exclusive provider of hospitals in the upset of South Carolina. They do it in Georgia, South Carolina, and North Carolina. And that about 62% of the U.S. population is eligible to donate blood, but only about 3% do. And every two seconds, someone needs a blood transfusion. Find out about The Blood Connection, how you can work with them, thebloodconnection.org, thebloodconnection.org slash host. Get in touch with them. Love to help you out, help them out, and, and, and maybe save a life, bloodconnection.org. Hour number three when you come back right after this.